It is April 9th, 2018, and this is the Wrestling Inc. podcast. Man, Raw after Mania. What is going on? Uh, this week, got Raj Geary as always. Matt Morgan's coming along soon. I'm Glenn Rubenstein. And thank you all for, for checking this out and hanging with us. Tonight's uh, night three in a row <laughs> doing the podcast, talking about the state of uh, professional wrestling in the WWE. Yeah, man. I mean, hot raw, but good God, I am beat. It's uh, because with the site, you know, like last night up till one and then there's so much traffic that I had to, you know, it's kind of constantly on your mind. So you can't really sleep. And then so I'm up like three hours later, you know, had to do some server stuff and getting articles up. So it just it's a it's a fun week. It's not like um it's not like poor me, I guess, but I'm ready to uh, catch some sleep at some point. Yeah, I mean, seriously, man, I think, uh, you know, for us, we're in a blessed position where people want to hear what we have to say about it. So I think that we watch it, you know, with a bit of a responsibility and obligation. But we talked about this a bit last night, you know, with everyone so passionate to hear our thoughts with the podcast. I mean, it's an obligation, but also a privilege, I think, to be oh, able absolutely. to to have this opportunity, you know, to be on this, uh, the showcase here with the podcast, and especially with the site like wrestling Inc, which has just been killing it with these stories, cranking them out. I mean, you're right, man. You know, I think, uh, you and the staff do not sleep at all. And, uh, I feel like, man, the last 72 hours, like I've just been living and breathing wrestling. Yeah. It's, I love it. It's awesome. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's been, it's been, I mean, what a stack show tonight. Good God. Yeah, seriously. Um, so we'll talk about that. Do we want to jump right into it? Do we want, I guess, maybe address the big news today that happened first and foremost to Brock Lesnar re-signing with the WWE? Yeah, yeah. Let's get let's get to that. Um, yeah, Brock re-signing. They didn't uh, they didn't say uh, much more than that. Like if it's a multi-year, if it's a short term, I don't know. I don't know if they would uh, if they would mention it if it was a short-term deal. Well, I guess it, since they had the storyline, they probably had to say something, but, um, um, yeah, you know, there was the big thing. Dana White was pretty convinced that Brock's going. There is that time that Lesnar has to wait before being put back in the USADA drug testing pool. If he did go in that direction. Um, but yeah, WrestleMania, the main event, everything makes tons more sense today. Way right? more sense. And I watched it. I went back and rewatched Brock versus Roman right before Raw. And I will tell you, look at the news today. Let's get over ourselves and what we thought was going to happen last night, knowing, oh, we know Roman's going to win. This is the year-long plan. Leave all that behind. And you know what? That match was a pretty good chapter in the story of Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns. Now, I agree with you. If that had been on in the middle of the show, the crowd would have, been, would have been more into it, but you put a year's worth of expectations after seven hours of wrestling, and you're going to get a salty crowd that makes it almost impossible for them to, to succeed. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think uh, it, you know, I think, you know, it, it was a hard-hitting match. I mean, they, they were punishing each other, and Roman did get, you know, bashed up pretty good. But yeah, I think the match placement, especially they knew that Brock was winning. They knew um, they knew that there was a good chance this match could go flat. They've been rehearsing the Rousey match. They knew what they had there, so they could have switched those, and and I think it would have been a completely different result. But 
you know, and I think it would have changed a lot of people's perception on WrestleMania. I think you kind of have half liking it, half didn't. I think a lot more people would have liked it. I think it would have been a solid thumbs up if you just switched those two matches and you ended up with that hot match going off the air. Because a lot of times, just going off on a high note makes a big difference. Because WrestleMania did have a lot of good on it. Oh, absolutely, man. And, and that's part of the thing, you know, in evaluating, because everyone's asking me online, I'm sure they were asking you as well, what was your favorite match of the night? I felt that the quality wall-to-wall was fantastic. Now, the problem was that Intercontinental triple threat would have been match of the night for me, except we saw that match so many times in the build-up to it mm-hmm. that there was no surprise left for me. It was Charlotte versus Asuka based on the entrances, the in-ring storytelling, and the surprise at the end. I felt wall-to-wall that was the best WrestleMania match last night. I think Ronda and Kurt versus Triple H and Steph, that was a real crowd pleaser, man. I mean, you've always said, what's Vince's old school model? Uh, keep it simple, send them home happy. It's shocking that Ronda did not close the show last night. That would have been the happiest note they could have gone out on. Yeah, she she overperformed. She was outstanding. That match was that match was great. I mean, that was my favorite match of the night. And there was a there was, you know, a decent amount to choose from. I agree. The triple threat. I still, you know, we talked about last night, Nakamura versus AJ. I was gonna start watching it again, but I just didn't feel like it. Maybe I will later this weekend. Too high of expectations. They let yeah, the expectations get far too high on that match. Yeah. And uh, it, it, just, it just never community. built, you know, you know, it was almost like, um, I was thinking about this later. It was almost like they were building to it. And then the styles clash happened. Like they were building to get to the, where the point of the match where it really gets going. But when they got to that point, the styles clash happened and it ended. It's almost like the styles clash should have been a kick out. And that's where you start doing whatever, whether it's near falls, whatever it is. But that seems like, that should have been where they really turned it on and instead it kind of just ended. So anyway. um, Yeah, crazy. But today Brock resigning, he's going to face Roman in a steel cage at the greatest Royal Rumble in Saudi Arabia in three weeks. Uh, A live network event that is going to step all over Backlash and their build for that. Curious how they're going to be able to build those two events happening with what within 10 days of each other. Yeah. And this, this event is stacked, you know, you got that 50 man, uh, Royal Rumble, and then you got, you know, with Daniel Bryan, Braun Strowman, uh, some big names, and Triple H versus John Cena. Uh, this, which I'm assuming a lot of people think that, uh, hey, what's up, Matt? Hey, guys. Um, so you heard Brock Lesnar resigned, right? Yep. Now, uh, it's not, there is some speculation that it's only a one to two, two appearance deal. So we'll have to see. Um, but Brock was looking softer last night. He looked like he was not uh, as gigantic as he usually is. Um, almost like he's, you know, getting ready for hardcore testing. So, um, so it doesn't necessarily mean this is this is a long term deal that he's signed to. Yeah. What do you think, Matt? I, I see he's riding the gravy train. He's forty one years old. <laughs> Isn't working out as hard. Um, and he never was going back and played this to a T. I said from day one, he ain't going back. It doesn't make sense for him to go back. He's about competing, right? That's what he's about. Why would he go back for a gimmick fight just for one more payday? He's plenty rich. You got to remember, this is Brock. He, he's, he's a farm boy. He's got all the money on the planet. You know what I mean? He's good. He'd only yeah. go back if he was at the top of his game, I could see. And there was like a mega fight out there still for him to go, you know, that would draw him back. There isn't. So, um, 
take the take it for what it's worth. But uh, according to Jeremy Botter of Bleacher Report, um, he's reporting that he's that Lesnar is signed for just the one match. Uh, Dana White did say at the UFC two twenty was it two twenty three that was this past Saturday. I'm out of it, but he did say that Brock, if he, you know, was, would come in and face the winner of Daniel Cormier and Stipe Miocic, mm-hmm. um, the the USC heavyweight title fight. So, um, we will see. Um, yeah, we'll see. Raj, now was, I'm sorry, Matt, go for it. I, I just don't see how he would leave an easy payday with WWE. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, unless he's bored with it, even, and the way this storyline's going. I'm curious, so last night, supposedly... Yeah, that could be true. Supposedly, he got a big altercation with Vince McMahon, I guess. Uh, details came out. Vince was not happy about the blood that was not cleared ahead of time last night, and also the spot they did at the German announcer's desk. I don't... I don't did, did it come out why? I just know that uh, there was a report that uh, Vince... Uh, that Brock lashed out at Vince when he came back, came oh, through the back, see- not Vince lashed through it. That's great thing about rumors. Up. We yeah. all hear different things and we can decide what's the truth. Yeah. I mean, I could see it being Barack just being pissed with the crowd reaction. Um, yes. You know, because he gets emotional with that kind of stuff. And I'm sure maybe he thought that this was Vince's storyline that it, it turned the match into, a, you know, what it was. So who knows? I mean, yep. it's not known for sure. That, but that, Bet you anything. That's what it was. I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah, man. So Superstar Shakeup is happening next week. We had some debuts tonight, <sighs> some returns. So much to talk about. But first, hey, we got a sponsor this week. I want to do the ad right now so that way we can be uninterrupted the rest of the show. And fitting our sponsor this episode is SeatGeek. You all know how buying tickets can be complicated and confusing, but there's a better way to buy, and that's SeatGeek. The smartest, easiest way to get tickets for every type of live event, especially pro wrestling, folks. Whether you're searching for a last-minute deal, planning a night out with friends, or need to find the perfect gift, SeatGeek helps you find the best seats at the best prices, and it's fully guaranteed. There's nothing like being in person. Everyone that's that's watching this now from WrestleMania that's listening that went to Raw after Mania, you know there's just something about being there. And SeatGeek is going to get you closer to the action for a better price, a greater value. I have the SeatGeek app on my phone. You've heard us talk about it before. We've used it. We, we've everything. used it many times now. Yes, concert no. tickets, the theater, professional wrestling. Bon Jovi. <laughs> it's essential from Bon Jovi to Lady Gaga to Bananarama to Hamilton on Broadway to WWE house Guns shows in Stockton, yeah. California. Yeah. Everything you need, you can get on SeatGeek. And their app is the easiest way i found to shop for tickets. You can be anywhere and with just a few taps, instantly find seats. You've heard us talk about it. You've heard the stories. And SeatGeek is designed to make your ticket buying experience easier than ever. You want to get tickets for SmackDown Live tomorrow night in New Orleans? Go on SeatGeek. They're going to save you time and money by searching multiple ticket sites to compare prices and find you amazing deals. And you get the most bang for your buck because SeatGeek grades every ticket based on value to help you immediately identify the best seats that fit your budget. Plus, again, every purchase fully guaranteed so you can shop for tickets on SeatGeek with confidence. Make SeatGeek your go-to app for finding the best deals on every type of ticket, sports, concerts, comedy, theater, professional wrestling, and more. (laughs) And best of all, our listeners get $20 off their first SeatGeek purchase. Just download the SeatGeek app for iOS or Android. Enter the promo code INC today. That's promo code INC to get $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase. SeatGeek, we thank them for sponsoring the Wrestling Inc. podcast. And remember, folks, when you support our sponsors, you help make this podcast possible. So tonight, man, 
big Raw. The Raw after Mania. Corey Graves did the line, the classic JBL line. <coughs> Tonight's the night where they cheer the people they normally boo and boo the people they normally cheer. It was a hot crowd. Uh, Which was, wasn't really the case at all, right? I know. <laughs> Except for Elias. They just, say that, they just say that to cover Roman. It basically, yeah. that's the Roman disclaimer to the folks at home. It's like them saying, people really don't dislike him this much. It's right. just this weird but thing. But even Roman wasn't that, he wasn't as hated as he usually is, I felt like. Yeah. like he, he got a lot of heat, but it wasn't like the crowd last night. I expected yeah. more. Yeah. Yeah. He got through. Uh, he got through that segment, man. I mean, we'll talk about it. But power to him, man. I mean, that that's tough. That that's a tough uh, audience to face. But let's talk about how the show opened up tonight, and that was with Stephanie McMahon coming out, putting herself over a little bit in her loss, uh, wearing an arm brace, and then calling out her new best friend Ronda Rousey, uh, who was not having it. And uh, Ronda ended up uh, tossing her around, putting her in the arm bar. Real crowd crowd pleaser segment. My question is, Matt. Where do they go with Ronda from here? She had what many consider the match of the night last night at WrestleMania. Who do you put her up against for her first feud? I'm, I'm, I have no clue. I really don't. Um, you got it's going to depend on the superstar shakeup. Yeah. You know, there's a million different dream matches I'd like to see, but, uh, I don't know. I think her first feud is a ways away. I think she's, they're writing, uh, Stephanie off for a little bit. Ronda's going to be off for a little bit. They're going to do a one-on-one, I think, uh, between Steph and Ronda. And once Ronda and Steph are done, and I don't know if they can drag that out until SummerSlam, but um, I, that's that's kind of where they're headed, is is Rousey and Stephanie one-on-one first. How do you think that'll be? Matt, how do you think that'll be, Steph doing a one-on-one match in the ring? It's been quite some time. Fine. I think she'd be fine, actually. I think she'd be better than some of the other girls, surprisingly. Well, plus, you, you see, like, when it comes to Steph and, and the McMahons, they, they work everything out ahead of time. So it's going to oh, be, yeah. by the time they get to the ring, it's going to be it's going to be on point. They're going to have everything worked out. So uh, yeah, it'll be good. And and Rousey, you know, she's, she's coming through. You see her, she's way more comfortable than, you know, the first weekend. She's a... Uh, She's a yeah. superstar, and she—we knew that before. But she's, you know, she's uh, become that in WWE as well, and she's owning it. I think she's awesome. Yeah. Now after Proud this weekend, was, uh, hot for her again tonight. Yeah. Oh, definitely, hugely over. I was going to say, you know, credit to the Wrestling Inc. fans on Twitter. One of them suggested this: if they want to a bit of a squash, she's been in this position before. Uh, King NJ ninety said, "What about Alicia Fox after this weekend?" <laughs> You know what? Remember that match where Nia just dominated Alicia Fox? And Alicia just, I mean, was a trooper. She did like, it wasn't just your typical one, two, three squash. I mean, Alicia went through barricade and I mean, it was, it was pretty uh, savage. Uh, But I think what you're saying with uh, Steph, it makes sense. I just wonder how do they keep the crowd invested if Ronda's not getting served with a, with a storyline with more in-ring action. Yeah, and well, they could do something to build to that. But I'm sorry, go ahead, Matt. Also, less is more. The girl's not going to be out there every week. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and she shouldn't be right now. You, she's special, and uh, you don't want to kill special by having her on TV every week. Yes. Although at a certain point, though, I mean, with Brock, I think that backfired on Brock. Oh, I don't think. Uh, I mean, he's been doing this for, what, uh, eight years now? Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Wow, for a while, it was really? special. Yeah. It's been a long time. And he's it's still, it's years. still special when he's on. 
Yeah, I just think it's kind of boring. That was that was the, the first thing. match really that since uh, that fans have turned on a Brock match. Like uh, the the triple threat of the Royal Rumble, there wasn't much heat, but this was. I mean, you think back to his matches with AJ, Samoa Joe, Braun last year. They were all super heated. SummerSlam was awesome. So, yeah. Um, after that, we had another one. God, a lot of women. But real quick, did that segment ended with uh, Ronda going to shake Stephanie's hand, giving her a hug, then throwing her down and putting her in the arm bar again. And Which was cool. She, Stephanie sold it big time. Like, you know, she broke her arm. God, looking at this, it was like the women's show for uh, the first hour, the better part of the first hour. Nia Jax came out to face Mickey James and Alexa Bliss in a tag team match. Uh, Nia with her belt, Alexa trying to turn around and say that Nia was a bully, which I thought was fantastic. Um, and then Nia calling out her partner, the debut of Ember Moon. You excited about this, Matt? Yeah, good reaction, right? Um, oh, yeah. I just, I, I just... I think whenever you bring in a, 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 a anybody that's new, you give them more of a center stage. You don't put them in the tag. You give them a singles. I don't know. That's just my opinion. And plus, do you think do you think they put too much on these post raw, I mean post mania raws in the sense that if you spread some of these out over three weeks, like have returns, like Hardy return next week, and and you know Samoa Joe the week. I mean, I know they're they got to build to Joe to reign, so like have that tonight. And authors of pain next week, you know, like not throw everything on the first one night, but three things to this week, three things next week, a couple things the week after that kind of keeps keeps the momentum as opposed to, blow, you know, I don't want to say that term again, but uh, giving everything <laughs> night, uh, on just the night after. Well, the way it used to be is before it was, you know, before it was like acknowledged, hey, the Monday after Raw is the big deal. We were told in developmental that that's what they used to tell us in developmental. Like um, you want you look forward to that night after Raw because that's when the next crop will be called up. Mm. Various dark mm -hmm. matches, being invited out to doing house shows finally with the WWE main roster, or if you're lucky enough to be on TV that night. Um, but never was it like a, a returning, you know, superstar you know that's already been on the main roster like that would it would be spread out a little bit more but it would be like a brock lesnar coming through the crowd and making his debut it would be you know john cena coming out on smackdown the next night in his sweet highspots.com tights um <laughs> it, it was shit like that that would happen but with those always be just the newbies mm. you know what i mean and, and it would just be like two you're right. Yeah. yeah. I just feel like, you know, there were so many that you almost have to remind yourself, like, wait, who, you know, oh, yeah, Lashley was on tonight. Oh, yeah, Hardy came back. Oh, yeah. Uh, Samoa yeah. Joe, you know, like, it's almost like you got to keep track after a certain point. Whereas like it would Bobby, stand out more if, if they didn't have everyone this week. Bobby, it would have been better with Bobby a couple weeks away, maybe, maybe a month away. I don't know. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like, wait until... Wait until after that Royal Rumble event. And then also the one thing that they used to do back in the day is uh, they would have a big angle that sucks like the new people in. Like a, yeah. a big storyline. Like St Stone Cold with uh, McMahon mm. started the n night after Mania. Or, uh, you know. Uh, but McMahon, you, Helmsley era, maybe? I don't know. Right. So as opposed to just having a fun show, you also get people wanting to tune in story for a storyline so reason and now it's just like it's a fun show you have a bunch of nxt debuts for the crowd there most of the people mm -hmm. at home don't know who they are um and then it's, that's just kind of it like a bunch of new fans that are tuning in uh, that aren't 
hardcore diehard fans don't have as much as a reason to to stay tuned. Well, at the end of the show, when they were talking about the superstar shakeup, I don't know if you guys caught this, that I think it was Michael Cole that legitimately said, like, a new season of Monday Night Raw starts next week. And it was like, <laughs> when have they said that on the air? You know what I mean? Like, it's always felt like that. And it's been acknowledged as that. But it was kind of weird for him to be like, hey, everything new is going to start after next week. You know? Yeah. Right. So that's how they're treating it. Because I agree with you, man. Tonight was a great spectacle. But for story, not so much. Yeah. Um, so that match happened. Ember got the win. Uh, pins. I, and let me say yeah. this real quick. A lot of yeah. people are asking. A lot of people don't, uh, are confused about the, the greatest Royal Rumble. Mm. So that's on, on a Friday. And it's in Saudi Arabia, whatever time it's at. But in the U.S., it's noon Eastern time. So it's yeah. like 9 o'clock your time in the morning. Um, so... You know, take the call, you know, call off of work that day because it'll be stacked. But we're doing a podcast after. Yep. So okay. if you guys could make it. You heard it here. Yeah. <laughs> I got it on my calendar. Wake up at early and watch the Royal Rumble. It's the same time. Yeah. It's just, yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Not as bad as Beast in the East, but still. Uh, yeah, man. So Ember Moon won in her debut in that tag. I mean, it was solid crowd pop for her, but. Man, they're giving time to the women, which was very nice to see. Now backstage. And kind of to Matt's point, I just yeah. feel like Nia won the title. I'd rather her just do something on her own tonight. You I know, agree. But they don't As, know what that story is, I don't think. Yeah. And notice Asuka nowhere to be seen tonight. Right. So new season starts next week, folks. I'm yeah, good pop, good pop for Ember Moon. Um. I, I, you know, again, we've talked about this before. They a lot of times they'll bring these people in from NXT. You get the big pop the night after, and then you start taking them to these towns where not as many people know them. The pop dies down, and then they get moved down quickly. It'd be cool, like for someone like an Ember Moon, not no, Jose, not No Way Jose, but someone like Ember Moon, uh, to do after this. People saw her now do some vignettes, some oh, videos sure sh showing her to kind of introduce her more to the fans that aren't familiar with her. And then come, you know, bring her back on TV in a, in a few weeks. But Matt, don't yeah. you think with her look that she's almost instantly gonna stand out and connect? She should, but so should have Finn Balor's demon character. That's so true. He, he, here's here's the thing: the other thing they should be doing is instead of making them debut, show coming soon, show something mm -hmm. yet. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you know, and I think they should get in the habit more NXT guest appearances to, bi to build intrigue and familiarity. I mean, because it gets this pop in the right market. Um, it's kind of weird well, that they haven't done that in the last like, couple No of way Jose got a giant pop. Guaranteed he won't be getting that you, pop. No, no, no. no way Jose <laughs> and author's, author's opinion and no way Jose will be forgotten. I'm, I'm telling you right now, out of what happened on the show tonight, as far as returns mm -hmm. and call-ups, those two suffered. Really? You think most. author's a pain? I agree with you. I yeah. think I think vignettes would have helped authors of pain out because you show them as just as badass guys, and then you get people excited to see them. They didn't look, and plus, and, and maybe this isn't the writer's fault, and actually might be their fault. They fucked up on that tag tonight, and now that that that, that, that they were dead in the water. Hmm. I don't know if yeah. you guys caught that. Mm -hmm. The dude had to walk all the way back, get back through the ropes, and re-tag. You didn't see that shit with the Road Warriors. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it was very uncomfortable. It was a record scratch moment. I was like, no, I've been waiting for you guys to get called up forever. No. <laughs> yeah. They're, I mean, they're still green as hell. 
Um, that's where they would have benefited if SmackDown, and I don't think SmackDown should go back to a tape show by any means, but they would have benefited by going to a SmackDown and then on a tape SmackDown so they could edit their stuff and, you know. Here's what what it is. The referee made him go back and do that, and I hate that. When I was still there, (laughs) it's right when they started doing the whole, you have to shoot, listen to the ref now. You can't make, because before, you used to be able to make, you know, miss, not, not even tag in and blow a comeback and even get the win in a tag match. Sometimes, you know, we would use creative uh, liberties, we would call it, right? But here's a situation where you just kill two two guys dead off in the water because of some bullshit technicality. Look, who gives a crap? I didn't even notice the tag was missed by an inch or a centimeter. Do you know what I mean? Don't make them go back all the way and go through it again. You killed the kids in the water. That ain't the time to do that crap of saying, you have to listen to the referee. Yeah, and it wasn't a championship match. A squash against Heath Slater, you know. It is a work. Yeah. It's not real in that regard. Settle down. (laughs) No, I agree. Um, So after the segment where Ember Ember Moon pinned Alexa Bliss, uh, I don't know about what you guys saw on social media, but oh my God, the thing with Braun and Nicholas blew up. (laughs) Probably since Ellsworth. I mean, honestly, is the last time that I saw... People so delighted, and they retired the gimmick, put a stop to it immediately tonight, and uh, Braun was MIA the rest of the show. So Nicholas, citing his conflicts with school, is going to retire for now undefeated, the youngest WWE champion ever. Sorry, Rene Dupree. Um, Yeah, it's... uh, That's right, Rene Rons. Damn. I think that was the best comedic line Braun has ever had. (laughs) He said uh, (laughs) he has a scheduling conflict. He's still in the fourth grade. I mean, that, that, the way he delivered that was just perfect. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know where they go with Braun right now. Um, it doesn't seem like they had much for him. I mean, they didn't have anything for him at WrestleMania. I mean, they have him win the titles, you know, just to relinquish it the next night. But, yeah. hey, man, the fans were into Nicholas. And... In the summer, if they got nothing for Braun, I absolutely see them bringing this kid back. No. He's they're not. He's ten. Hey, uh, still, if I would have told you, in fact, I, go, go back in the archives in the days of me, Raj, and Bixen Span. I think uh, <laughs> one of those nights, if uh, someone said, you know, I think this Ellsworth guy, I could see them bringing him back. Raj would be like, oh no, that'll never happen. They There's a difference between Ellsworth, where he can do something in the ring. <laughs> it's the kid. ref's kid. Yeah. It's the ref's kid. Yeah, but he can't do anything in the ring. That's like El- illegal. <laughs> Ellsworth barely did anything in no. the ring. And the gimmick is that he doesn't do anything in the ring. He just no. stands there. That's already been done. I know. Anyways, that'll be a step back for Strowman if they did that. I, look, I agree. I'm surprised they didn't launch him with something new tonight. But uh, again, new season next week. Uh, we'll see what happens. Um, we got the teaser announcing No Way Jose. The entrance was longer than the match. I think there was one strike knockout punch for the quick win against John Schuyler. Um, I don't want to be the naysayer on talent. I want to see everyone succeed, but Raj, we were talking about this on Twitter. I think he's going to get one pre-show match at Backlash. My guess is Goldust, who ends up dancing with him after No Way Jose wins, and I'm thinking WWE main event after that. <laughs> this gimmick is death. He's got good size and everything. He's got sure. a you know, decent look, but this thing is going to kill him. I mean, he's Adam Rose. Um, with a better, better entrance. With song. a better tan, yeah. Better song, yeah. I mean, with more size. I mean, he, like I said, he's got he's got size, but this this thing is just death. And and he looks exactly like Adam Rose coming out with the the new oh, rosebuds, yeah. with the or, conga line, yeah, 
Yeah. In NXT, it had died. When's the last time you had a prominent NXT match? Yeah, I can't remember. Brooklyn two. Yeah, I mean it's 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 death. But again, this is uh, the disconnect with the post mania crowd, where these guys loved him tonight, right? They popped huge when he came out. And popped huge when they said he was up next. And what's reality? Nobody with dancers around the ring gets over it. It's never gonna work. Hmm. Has it ever? I can't. No. I, I can't ever think of it working. Because it's dumb. Yeah. Well, I can't think of the, uh, someone dancing cheerfully as a babyface really getting over. I mean, you got Shawn Michaels, who was an arrogant prick, so that worked for you know. That does for that. Not That's count. very different. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but this this cheesy happy dancing, I can't think of it ever working. No. Yeah. No way, Jose. Ah, you do what I that wasn't done on purpose. That wasn't even done on purpose. Uh, we'll see. We'll we'll keep watch here on the podcast. Um, how many weeks this lasts? So, the bar approached Kurt Angle backstage saying they wanted their tag team titles back since Braun and Nicholas relinquished <laughs> them. Um, and they set up the tag team eliminator, and it will be the bar against the winner of this uh, this little tournament they're doing in Saudi Arabia on April twenty seventh. First match tonight was Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson versus The Revival. It was just the four teams, right? It's just a four-team tournament. so Something like that, Dang. yeah. Um, competitive match, kind of short, but The Revival picked up a win. Yeah. Knocking out Gallows and Anderson. Yeah. What do you think yeah. of that decision, Matt? How do you think, how do you think Gallows and Anderson are faring at this point into their WWE career almost two years in? What do you mean by that? Well, because they came in with a lot of heat, right? Like they they almost treated them like they were the N, uh, New Japan NWO coming into. Whoa! No, remember they they came in through the crowd. Yeah, they not, literally I say had, the NWO, but they yeah, they, they, they were had, hot when they came. in. They had the outsiders' exact same entrance. They didn't get on the mic and say, "You know who I am, but you don't know why I'm here." But it was treated like that. Who are these guys? These guys from New Japan showing up here. Or I didn't, they didn't say New Japan, but they gave them that kind of entrance. People were very high on them. Now, they held the titles for a brief spell, but I don't know. I just feel that uh, it's not a good sign if they were out to the revival tonight in the first round of this thing. Don't, I mean, it's they were wearing pumpkins on their head on Halloween. That's right. what I'm saying. It's kind of a statement on how, how it's gone thus far. I'm sure they're happy with the money they're making. Yeah, I mean, really, ever since they were split from AJ when they did the, the brand split. They've been kind of, um, I wouldn't say dead in the water, but just kind of floundering where it's between pre-show and, and nothing, you know? It's too yeah. bad. They're, they're talented as hell. They're funny as yes, hell. Yes, they are. They got yes, tons of charisma, are. but they're just not given the right venue to showcase it. And it's one of those things that as a singles, I could see Vince liking Luke Gallows, but not getting into Carl Anderson just because of size. They should probably also not be on the same brand as the revival. I don't I think, think that matters. You don't think so? I think they'll be on the same position on SmackDown if you know if they weren't uh, paired up with someone. Mm. Yeah, man. So, uh, what'd you think of the match tonight with them, Matt? Fine for what it was. Yeah. Nothing yeah. special. Nothing special. Yeah, uh, I think with AOP debuting i think it's going to be aop versus the bar in saudi arabia that's my i don't think they'll i don't think they get there that quick who's gonna be titus worldwide 
Worldwide. Uh, no. <laughs> no, actually, wait. They, 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 I could see Bray and, Bray and Matt Hardy. Me too. Yeah. I, I think yeah. they'd go that direction first. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Was it, were Authors was authors of Pain, was that a tournament match? I thought that was just... No. Uh, that was just, yeah. Was so, debut. yeah, so they weren't even in the thing. It was Bray and Bray and Matt against Titus Worldwide. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Rollins came out. The loudest burn it down as uh, Intercontinental Champion Seth Rollins called out and uh, interrupted by Finn, who wanted to congratulate him, interrupted by The Miz, setting up a match for... Oh, and then interrupted by Jeff Hardy, setting up a match for later in the evening. And Jeff um, Hardy's one of those returns tonight. I felt like kind of got overshadowed, even though he was in the, the main event, right? Like, it, it felt like a big yeah. deal when he first came out, and by the end, it was kind of kind of forgotten. But I will say this about Rollins. I think, uh, I think, I think he was tremendous as a heel, but I think he's really starting to come through as a baby face. Like, I think he, like mm-hmm. he's really con- starting to connect and get that connection with the fans. I mean, he, I guess he has been, but it's really starting to be more main event level, I feel like, yeah, as, as a baby face. Yep. Set up the match for later in the evening. But before that, Mandy Rose versus Sasha Banks. Um, Wait, we, we got we to gotta talk about the Miz coming out. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Miz coming out talking about uh, how they made his daughter cry and that made his wife cry and then he cried. I thought that was great. Um, God bless the Miz. <laughs> yeah, so he he wants a rematch at Backlash. Um, so just, they're building kinda, to, to Backlash and this Greatest Royal Rumble. It kind of gets a, uh, a little confusing. I just want to break these guys up. You know, I feel like the three of them, even with Jeff Hardy, it's the same problem the U.S. title has on SmackDown. Yeah, well, we'll see. Maybe next week it does happen. Yeah. Um. So Mandy Rose versus Sasha Banks. Bailey helped uh, Sasha lose this match, setting up a one-on-one match between Bailey and Sasha next week. Is this Mandy Rose's first singles win on the main roster? Mm, uh, Could have been. It's a good question. That's a, yeah. that's a very good question. I know they had a lot of tags, um, but I thought, I mean, this was certainly her, her longest one-on-one match that she's had. And uh, I think what, look, what overshadowed all of that is that Paige, the same city she made her debut in four years later. Well, well uh, before we get to that, yeah. um, Mandy beat Sasha. They did yes. the same, you know, Bailey ran out and screwed it up for Sasha, causing Sasha to lose. I'm, I'm not like done with the storyline now. Like they they're doing the same thing every week. Um, Sasha and Bailey are two of the most over women on their roster, and I just feel like this storyline just sucks. And they got no new ideas. They're just it's doing the same slow thing. Slow drip. Yeah. It's a slow drip when it should have been something should have happened. They haven't pulled the trigger on this, and I don't think they're going to next week. <laughs> they keep they keep splitting up, uh, and they're not splitting up. If that makes sense. Yeah, it's stupid at this point. Insulting to the intelligence <clears throat> of the average viewer, quite frankly. Um, so yeah, Mandy got the win. And then Paige. Oh my god. So we've known this since when? December, Raj? When the I think January is when we knew that she, she couldn't come back. Like that was when she got the prognosis. Um yeah. n- no work, no swerve, no playing the audience. Um she straight up said she's would you almost say she's retired from act? She almost said active competition, but then changed it. I thought she was going to say wrestling, but then had to oh, like yeah. remember not to say wrestling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, kind of, yeah. 
very emotional. Yeah, it made it sound like she was done, done. Like she's not going to be on, you know, with uh, Absolution or be like in a managerial role. At first, at first, uh, I thought it was the other way. Like she said, I'm retiring from wrestling, but guess what? I'm going to still be out here with these two girls. And then it was, she's done, done. Right. Yeah. Cause she said she has to find something else to do or something. Yes. Like that. Yes. And it's like, you got so much talent. You don't, you can do a lot, you know, here. So, um, and maybe she just doesn't want to, cause I'm sure she's been presented that option. Um, it's a rough schedule if she has to be doing house shows with them and right. things like that. And not to get that high that you get by being a performer. Depends mm-hmm. on how she said how she set financially is really what it comes down to. I would imagine. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it's sad. I mean, you think about like, you know, it was four years ago. It feels like she's been around a long time, but you know, a year like and a Michael, half of that she was gone. So it's I really. Like, I, I I didn't like Michael Cole downplaying. You know, she was here just for a short period of time, but in that <laughs> short period of time, right, she did. Yeah. Shut up, Cole. Right. Cole, yeah, you don't say that. Cole and his coachman were. Just complete garbage tonight on commentary. Oh man, Coachman. 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 This is a hard. What? What a hard episode to debut on. Like, have you paid attention? Have you ever seen a roster mania? Or calling? He's got the whole world in his hands. A soccer chant. Yeah. And and then when he said the greatest Royal Rumble, it's it. it, This very well could be the the greatest event since since WrestleMania last night. It's like it's in three weeks. That's the next event. <laughs> hey, just, hey, guys, I just want to say something to the fans watching this show. Um, I had to go pick up some medicine for my four-year-old Jackson before this place closed at 12 a.m. So I apologize for my surroundings. And if my connection sucks, I really do apologize even more. No, your but, connection uh, actually is fantastic. It hasn't dropped I picked a single it time, up, man. And now, I, and now I'm stuck at Walgreens because I don't want to get, I don't want to have it get lost. <laughs> That's freaking dedication. No, Matt is the MVP of this podcast. I was gonna say, like Raj and I here are barely I awake in the comfort of our, our own home, and you're just out and about doing stuff while uh, positing thoughts right. about uh, <laughs> Monday Night Raw. So props and to one Matt. One more thing. Him. One more thing. Coachman said that. Yeah. Uh, I was just shocked by it was she, he made a make a wish pun like during the uh, oh, Kevin God. Owens, Kevin Owens match. Jesus. Like we saw it's make a world wish. And these guys are making a wish that they win this match or something like that. And I was like, it was brutal. freaking kidding. Making a make a wish pun. Brutal. At some point they were like, could you imagine if the Miz went to SmackDown? Like, yeah, actually that was <laughs> just a year ago. Um <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. It was it was terrible tonight. Corey, new- Corey has a lot of uh, weight to carry on his shoulders. Yeah, I'll say. Um, yes. Man, uh, so, uh, man, that yeah, sucks she, for Paige. Sucks for her. She said she, she talked about how she spoke with Edge, uh, you know, talked to Daniel Bryan, and that kind of gave her hope, kind of leaving that kind of, you know, that hope that maybe one day she could come back. But, uh, man, it's really sad. You know, it's always... I thought, I th- I thought that was cool, though, Raj, because it gives the fans a little bit of something, right? Yeah. A little bit of hope along with her in reality. Absolutely. They're very different injuries. Pages is more like Edge's. Oh, really? Yeah, Pages is a neck neck thing, like what Edge had that ended his career. And And what was DB's? Concussions? Yeah, it was just concussions. I mean, not not just concussions, but... uh, I don't like, I mean, I'm not downplaying concussions. No, 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 I know what you mean. But it was the lesion on his brain that was the big. Sorry. Right. Which apparently some doctors felt like that wasn't what it was. So, 
Yeah. Obviously, because he's since been cleared by everyone. I mean, interesting timing. Interesting if this was indeed the plan tonight, um, given that they just started promoting her movie so heavily. And even yeah. last night before the Women's Wear Rumble, they're like, oh, Paige, maybe next year. You know? Did, did they? I, th I remember it was really awkward when Michael Cole she said, said well, that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she said it. Yeah. And then there was the longest awkward silence. But... So awkward. Um, so, yeah, I get it tonight. It makes sense. This is where she made her main roster debut uh, four years ago, the Raw after Mania in New Orleans. So, uh, man, this would have been an end set. I mean, this, this would have been a huge, huge standout segment on any other show. But kind of like to your point, Raj, so much happened tonight. A yeah. huge moment like this gets a little lost in the shuffle. Mm hmm or at least is in danger of that. Following that was Elias, uh, who came out, did the Elias thing. Man, great crowd for him to be in front of tonight. Just really yeah. demonstrating uh, what an ace he is at this. <laughs> he, he could do nothing to get booed by this crowd. Dude, dude, what, what did he say? Punch him in the face. <laughs> punch him in the face. He called them all scumbags, and the crowd started chanting, we are scumbags. <laughs> Elias, man, he tried. I loved him, but you know, he didn't he, break. Yeah, no, he was great. You know, it was crazy. Um, Bobby Lashley, you know, so Bobby Lashley came out. Um, it's kind of known that he would probably be coming out tonight, uh, that he was starting after Mania, and then it, you know, um, came out before <laughs> that he was going to be on tonight, but um. Bobby Lashley looked gigantic. Elias didn't look that much smaller than Bobby Lashley. No, standing. yeah. I was going to say, I didn't think he dwarfed him at all. Yeah. I mean, they looked kind Elias of... Elias was right there with him. Yeah, it was crazy. Elias is a big dude, man. He is. It's underrated. I, I don't know if it's because of the scarves or the he scarves always and the wears kimonos, the shirt. man. Those are yeah. uh, deceptive, deceptive garments. His, yeah. arms were, his, his arms were right there. Bobby's are a little bit more cut, but size-wise, his arms are right there with him. Yeah. He's a big dude. So, yeah. Um, the one thing I was nervous though, because Elias is so damn over. Yeah. <laughs> but the but the other thing, guys, is I don't know if you heard it. Bobby got a very different reaction, like a very different holy shit, like jaw drop reaction tonight, I thought, which was really cool and very authentic. Yeah. Very organic. I liked it. Yeah, it's it's um you know, actually people forget he's been gone a long time from wwe um almost as long as me actually i thought yeah yeah i mean he was around you know when ecw was there so uh gosh, 07 06 07 yeah let that me was, see uh, his... it was he was there uh 2008, 2008 when he left 2005 so to 2000 years yeah. yeah wow and he i mean he looks amazing obviously i mean just ripped, ripped to shreds. Yeah. And he's been doing his best work like the last five years, I thought, in, in TNA. Like he's really started coming into his own. So I'm very interested to see like, like what they, what he's able to do now that he can do the whole package because he can. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully they, uh, Hopefully they let him run with it and not give him a bunch of scripted stuff to say, which I mean, they will give him a bunch of scripted stuff to say. But. Yeah. We'll but see, he does. We'll he does. He doesn't have to be stoic monster anymore. You know what I mean? He, right. He showed he can have more layers and, and more depth. Yeah. 
when he's done so much, I mean, between MMA, TNA, the WWE, um, I mean, I just was looking over his Wikipedia again. And actually, I have to admit, I was really bummed because in 2011 to 2012, he did something called Shark Fights. I was going to be like, they have a thing where dudes fight sharks? Just oh, to name sure. folks. Not an actual thing. I was very excited <laughs> for a second. Um, <laughs> can you imagine how awesome that would be? Like, I'm just going to punch a shark. Um, <laughs> that would be badass. Yeah, but, so Lashley, this this wasn't a match. I think it's... Uh, so Lashley, you know, got Elias up, held him up in that jackhammer for like Oh, that minute. was insane. Yeah, and uh, so it's, I think that's that's where Lashley's headed. It's, it's, it's a feud with Elias for the... Or maybe till you know at backlash. Yeah, um, and I guess uh, the plans for him and Brock are on pause, pending if yeah. there's more with Brock after Saudi Arabia. Yeah, we'll see. Now there's another report. Sporting News is saying <laughs> that Bobby's. <laughs> so don't listen to any. Forget all the Brock reports. He's re-signed for some number of time you know for some length of time at wwe sporting news is saying it's a multi-year deal that allows him to fight for the ufc and he's gonna fight yep. for uh, the ufc title and that he was insistent I, on it i could see that i can see that yeah he ain't um, leaving that gravy train guys no way it's a sweet deal all together yeah yeah um speaking of tna i hear that they're hiring per kurt angle tonight <laughs> on monday night raw <laughs> Man, that line popped me big. <laughs> Man, they're ten years too late. <laughs> well, I think they wouldn't have said Is it ten years irony? ago. Is that yeah, I think I think that's maybe? the thing. Like they consider them so little a threat now that it's they can use them as a punchline now on TV. But they're not called TNA anymore. Isn't that the reason? Right. Except yeah. Right. Yeah. No, yeah, it, it was funnier. It, it's TNA. Even now, I still call it TNA, even though it's Impact Wrestling. It just flows off the tongue better you know um i just feel like the the three-letter acronyms for major sports it's got to have the three-letter acronyms otherwise it's right it's just, i agree so yeah kurt angle said my tag did my tag so uh kevin owens Sami Zayn showing up backstage and kurt angle saying my tag division is full but i hear that tna is hiring which led to a tna chat later in the night which is <laughs> that has to be the first time ever in wwe <sighs> I want to say there was a. I could I could be wrong. I could have sworn there was a couple times over the years, but like I mean, oh eight, oh nine. Yeah, yeah, I think you might be right. Now that does sound kind of familiar. I don't, I don't remember what the hell happened though for it. Hmm. Yeah. So yeah, Kevin was Yeah, that was like that, that was, shocked me. That was, <laughs> same here that was hilarious my wife goes oh yeah. <laughs> i think that's i mean daniel bryan said tna on just talking smack a couple times but that's the yeah, first time i heard it was called uh gals and anderson the bullet club on talking smack and it was you know they're a little different with japan though yeah they yes just, yes like they'll they'll allow new japan and stuff like that but tna was always never yeah yeah um, so Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens want a job. Kurt said, you go out there and have a match. I got one spot open. Winner gets it. And uh, that match happened later in the evening. Man, this was the crowd to put that in front of uh, for sure. Then we had uh, Heath Slater and Rhino out there calling out. Uh, then the Authors of Pain with Paul Ellering appear. Uh, AOP. Uh, by the way, TNA, they um, Impact oh, sent yeah. out a tweet after that segment saying, we are Impact. So. 
Just making letting them know Ew, that they're no longer guys, a TNA. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> and what are you going to do? They're watching the show. Just shut up, you guys. <laughs> yeah, so AOP uh, pretty much squashed. It was. I actually like that this wasn't just your traditional one, two, three squash, similar to what they did with Bobby. They got a chance to show off some of their moves, some of their strengths, some of their dominance. Yes, they missed a tag, and as Matt pointed out, the ref made them go back. Yeah, that kid that killed that mo- that killed that that energy, Why? that momentum. It really pissed me off, man. It really pissed me off. Those poor kids. Yeah. Um, and then they left Paul Ellering when they left the ring. Uh, people speculated he didn't want to travel. So no, that is that is exactly why he was never supposed to, you know, be a main roster guy. But why even have him on this show? Um, you, yeah, give him one last one last. I mean, you yeah, but the, the majority of the people watching this don't know who you know don't know that these guys in the audience they do fine. But you just wait; they're going to be shooting the next set of NXT TV tapings. Do the breakup there, and that's mm-hmm. it. And that that's the audience that knows them. That's the audience that's been following them. Good call, Raj. Just yeah. for, it's a one off for three million people that don't watch NXT, and you know. It's just like, what the hell maybe, is that? Because maybe now we're going to get a stupid storyline of, you know, Goldust and Kurt Hawkins and people going, here, you guys need a new manager. You know, we're no, going to get no. that. Ellering made it clear from the beginning that he doesn't want to go full time on the road. And that, no, but that's what I'm saying. Season. So th- that's why they did it tonight for a story. Great. But let me ask you this. Do you think maybe they just did it to get Paul to technically on a Monday Night Raw episode? That's cool. It could be, you know, but then they should. I feel like if they if that was it, they should have made a, a little more it. of a big deal that who he managed and he, what a legendary guy he is, as opposed to just kind of throwing him out there. And I, I, I meant for like clips. Do you know what I mean? Like like yeah. for, for, for I always think of highlight packages for some reason. Yeah, I, I mean I, I don't know. Who knows? Yeah, his just, daughter gets called up right one day. I, there's a million different things I was thinking of. Maybe why? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They could have done it. Yeah. Roman Reigns came out to a mixed reaction. More booze, but definitely not as hateful definitely. as yesterday. <laughs> not what I was expecting. I expected him to get pelted with, you know, Gatorade, Gatorade bottles full of piss tonight. Yeah, I thought it was going to be similar to, you know, his uh, thing with Undertaker last year where he was booed for a couple minutes straight. Well, like last year was something crazy that he was booed for, but. I was expecting him to get booed so hard that it would take him a few minutes to get to start talking, but it wasn't it Me wasn't too. too bad. They let him get through his promo. Um, I wonder if he won the title if it would have been a lot worse. I think. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, because yeah, it didn't come across as so much as the uh, the chosen one now. When I wouldn't say they cut him slack, but yeah, they weren't as vicious. They weren't. Um, and I think it was saved situation because Samoa Joe came out and uh, well let's walk through his promo a second so basically he you know just reigns and then reigns had mentioned he's doing this cage match in Saudi Arabia with Lesnar um, but Joe essentially said I'll be waiting a backlash mm-hmm. set that up so that was nice um, yeah and- so I mean that's kind of I mean it's kind of when you think of that WrestleMania ending now, it's kind of, I mean, I, again, I still think it should have been, they should have swapped it with Rousey and done it in the middle of the show, but it's kind of genius. If, if the plan is for Reigns to win the title, he's going to win it in a stadium in Saudi Arabia. And those fans, he's huge over there. They're going to go nuts for him winning there, you know, assuming that's what happens. So you get the coronation. It's not at WrestleMania, but you got 
tons of people cheering. He beats Lesnar, um, and and they don't, you know, there's not a backlash. So I don't, see, I don't see them having Reigns lose again. I thought you were being clever. There's not a backlash until nah. two weeks later on the right, WWE yeah, Network. No. No, no. Crowning achievement, WrestleMania, the confetti. Again, for video package purposes, when you tell the story, it's not the same thing as him totally jobbing out at WrestleMania like that. Yeah, it's definitely not the same. But um, he does get he, that. He, he does job out, guys. That was a straight job, more or mm-hmm. less. Yeah. Do you think this will be a deal where Reigns uh, wins it? Uh, in Saudi Arabia, or you think, no. or, you th- or you think Joe costs him the title? Yep. Huh. I think Joe costs him the title. I, I think Reigns wins it. I think. I think. I, I, I think it's I too so. too long for Lesnar to be not a full, not having a full time champ on the road. I think they need to. Get- well, didn't we, but didn't we think that going into Mania? What's the difference? <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's why I'm not saying it's happening. I don't trust them anymore. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you, you don't trust like. I mean, you say you don't trust the WWE. You don't trust the rumors and speculation of what you think the WWE is going to do. No, they not, out, but yeah. they, no, they pretty much outwrote, outright told us when we like, what are you guys doing? Braun Strowman versus Brock. He's white hot. Why would he not go over on Brock? Hmm. You just wait. You just wait. We got to save him for Bro- uh, WrestleMania versus Roman. They all but said that. You know I'm right. I know you're yeah. right. You know what? It, you know what? It kind of reminded me of, except. Very different because uh, The Rock, um, I think it was WrestleMania 16 when they did in L.A. and it was supposed to be The Rock and Triple H Mm -hmm. one-on-one for the world title. Rock had turned babyface. He was the biggest babyface now. Mm -hmm. And then they turned it into a four-way with everyone having a man in their corner. And then Triple H won. And they saved like that Rock coronation for like some B-show down the road. And it just wasn't the same. It was so stupid. I, as a mark, kept purchasing the pay-per-views because I wanted to see Rock finally do it. Yeah. I swear to you. I was in college and I could hardly afford it, but I did it. Yeah, but he didn't get that crowning big WrestleMania big title. With him, <laughs> you know? <No. sighs> he eventually did go over, though. I, I remember me and my wife watched it. So he eventually did go over. Yeah, yeah, he did. I think Between, yeah. him, between him and Hunter, I mean, for the title. Yeah, I think they traded it a couple more times, but yeah, he did. He did eventually win it, but it, yeah, it wasn't it at was down the road. Yeah, I'll be curious to know when they made this decision last night at Mania. How close to the match did that come down? I'm sure, once Lesnar resigned, they probably had the idea to just change it. Hmm. Well, I don't understand the logic in it though. Like, why? If he's resigned, you've got him. You own him. Why does he have to be the champion? That's the time to. I don't know. Yeah, that's not very. That's not very. That's not a great negotiation tactic when you think about it. <laughs> okay, like, yeah. so yeah, M- Mickey is saying so. It was the month after at Backlash when The Rock beat Triple H for the title. So in, they didn't do it at Mania. They did it at Backlash. Um, so I remember Rock chasing him for a while, being annoyed. Yeah, I think they changed it back. Like I think Triple H won it back, then they had a marathon match. Like they had like an hour long uh, Iron Man match, and Undertaker interfered, and Triple H won it again. I remember they traded it a bunch of times, hmm. and uh, yeah, it was but something anyway. where it was, it was really annoying as a fan, though. You know, I remember being really frustrated as a mark about it and right. kept showing out my pay per view money. <laughs> I was too because also they kept jobbing the Rock out for a while. And I remember, uh, yeah, it, like he did. He did so many jobs there for a while for that a top guy 
you know, top baby face. Yeah. So. You're right. Yeah. See, I, I remember this. Yeah. yeah. Oh anyway, man. Anyway, we digress. Yes. <laughs> no, I was just uh, man, it's doesn't it feel like it's been more than 24 hours since WrestleMania? <clears throat> like oh, no. we were 24 <laughs> hours ago talking about Mania. It's just Takeover I, I seems watched, like it was a week ago. Yes, that's true. <laughs> I, I, I went I, I went back and watched a bunch of the Mania matches again a couple of times each. Did wow. anything change? <laughs> No, I still loved Charlotte and Oscar just as much. I still loved AJ yeah. Shinsky. I still loved uh, Daniel Bryan, obviously. Um, you know, I tried to watch Brock and him again, and it was horrible to watch. I couldn't get through it. See, I was, yeah, we're gonna have to. I guess we, we won't <laughs> be on the same page with AJ, but. <laughs> and I love AJ, and you know, again, I think part of that too is I was expecting match of the year too as well yeah they My really oversold that so high. did they call that dream match i oh, feel like dream oh, match was used yeah by the wwe in mm-hmm. the selling of this yeah um, i was picturing i wasn't picturing like rock versus hogan but i was picturing like um like jericho versus hbk like something like hmm. that where um but uh it, but they still have time to to do that so we got a second tag team eliminator match. Tag team eliminator. Why eliminator, not elimination? Whatever. Uh, and that was Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt uh, going over Titus Worldwide tonight. So Matt and Bray have teamed up. Based on what we saw last night at the Battle Royal, they're together. Um, what do you guys think of the shtick together, Matt? Does it kind of gel for you? Or is it like the time when you see insane people in the park and two of them just happen to be able to hold a conversation? <laughs> <laughs> i don't know what to make of it i like it it's i don't know anything they do with matt and they keep trying to give him an opportunity i, I like it you know what i mean because i like the character he's doing he's playing i do i i think they heard it a, a lot mm-hmm. you know but uh i'm hoping they're able to pull something out with this because that's a crazy ass character to be taking a chance on if you're a hardy you know if you're matt hardy right you're guaranteed Hall of Fame. You're guaranteed one of the greatest tag teams in the history of the business. Um, you know what I mean? Matt Hardy version one. He did some cool single stuff on his own. You know, to take that risk that he's taken with that, I, I want to see it pay off, you know? So maybe that's why I think it, I view it very differently. And I think a lot of people, because I've been negative on Bray Wyatt being stale for so long, uh, think I don't, you know, that I don't think Bray's talented or something. I see so much upside in Bray. I've been wanting him to turn babyface for a long time. So I feel like at least this starts him on refreshing his character because I think he is super talented and um, and it gives him that that chance to to do something new because he's been doing the same thing for so long. I just his character though you can't he can't you can't expect him to do a different character right no no but just no no not that but just uh just change his sticks up some you know um like like what would you want well now you're not having him hearing him talking about uh you know oh i laugh at you matt you make me laugh you and the fools out there You, you know he's that same uh you all are dead and you cheered your dead heroes and that kind of you know that shtick where you know, after after thirty seconds, you tune out with what he's saying. At least it's something different. Hey guys, know? forget the recap. I just want to hear Raj do impressions of wrestlers for like the next half hour. <laughs> if I wasn't so tired, I, I, I <laughs> think I could do a better one. But <laughs> uh, 
No, I get what you're saying. And they kind of tonight just ended me like, ha, 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 like doing the laugh with it because I think they don't kind of know yeah. how to make a mashup yet of both their sticks. But I thought with Jeff, the way Jeff sort of turned it on a little bit and then went back to just being normal, I thought that was cool um, to the confused looks of uh, Finn and Seth backstage. I like that made that segment for me. See, yeah. that's what I've been saying all along too, is having a straight guy to the to the wackiness. What the freak is this? Right. Yeah. And you haven't had that to this. We just had two guys out weirding each other. And, and uh, I, I thought that was gold with the stuff with uh, it was. Finn and Seth. It really was. How great did they highlight the intercontinental level wrestlers tonight, right? Yeah. Because that's all they got without Brock there. But really, without, saying, without saying it that way, they all yeah. were presented as big stars, in my opinion. I agree. I mean, and I care. And what's great about it is that I think the audience, not just us, but I think the audience cares about these guys more than they care about Brock and Roman, which is the entire problem. Yeah. I mean, think about what you guys are talking about back to these Triple H, Rock, Stone Cold, Mankind, all the guys that yeah. were at the top, the audience yes. was hell of into. We've had two guys right. at the top and the audience is like, eh, okay. Because it's the time of the sign of the time, real quick, Raj, sign of the times, they don't listen to the audience anymore. That's the it, difference back then versus now. Yeah, exactly. Because I was just thinking, Finn, you know, we we're talking about that segment. And you're talking about how the intercontinental scene is great. But Finn, Jeff Hardy, and Seth could easily be in the main event scene. And Hell could you yeah. imagine Could you imagine if Seth was the one that beat Lesnar and he, they did the underdog thing with him and he ended up winning? And how the fans would go insane. Absolutely. Um, so, Hell yes. I mean, these are main event guys that could, with a little booking help, could be there. But. Yes. They're being held down. So this was good for Matt and Bray tonight. They're, they're getting their legs with it. We'll see how it evolves. Um, they did the match. I thought the finisher was kind of cool with uh, Apollo going the sister Abigail into the twist of fate for the win. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Then, and you're right. They could very well end up being uh, who faces the bar in Saudi Arabia if they are not what, serious about AOP. And what about like, the 300 finishers they kept hitting? Was that just because they ran out of time? I, I, I felt like I was missing out on something. Like I missed something. Oh, in the tag match? After afterwards, they hit the finisher like fifty-five more times. Oh, yeah. I think that was just. Yeah, I think that that's, was just them that's how, showing that's showing how, each other, like showing off to each other or something. That's what you do on house shows to pop the crowd. Yeah. Yeah. No, and, and, uh, and I'm sorry, Jeff had a rough landing on that second. Uh, uh, what do you call it off the top? Oh, the uh, IC, the IC title at the end. Yeah, that was. Um, no, oh, you're not talking. About, you're not talking about. Um, you're not talking about Titus and Titus Worldwide and Matt. Bray. No, I'm talking about Jeff. I'm talking about yeah. Jeff Hart. Okay, Jeff gotcha. Hart. I, I apologize. Oh, yeah. No, no, uh, no problem. But um, yeah. yeah, I mean, remember, uh, Glenn, the AOP aren't in the tournament. You don't think they're gonna? Oh, so they're not in the tournament. Okay. No, I think it was just those four teams, and now we're down to two. Oh, that's a short tournament. They don't have any other teams. Who else are they going to put in? <laughs> I guess. Oh, man. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess you could throw Slater and Rhino against uh, AOP again. But uh, yeah. I, yeah. But no, I think that was it. Okay. So Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. One on one match. Yeah. Is- Best crowd to do this in front of. Yeah. Tonight. Mm-hmm. Sammy yep. getting the OLA chance again. How long has it been since he had the OLA? Um, man, the crowd really dug this double count out a while since they've done one of those as well. 
Um, but this was just, man, this was the classic match, the match these guys have been evolving and working on now for a decade. Yeah, and I liked how they didn't do a double count out outside the ring. This was a little different how they did the draw. Yeah. Or the double pin is what they always go to lately. I mean, or they do it a lot with these uh, when they do these draws. But they did, like, both men couldn't get up in time. And I, I really thought that was cool and unique. I can't remember the last time I saw that. Me either. Uh, JoJo announced that neither man won, so neither will be joining Raw. Fans chanted TNA. <laughs> and uh yeah I, I think wwe kind of cut away quickly once those teenage <laughs> chants are going <laughs> i'm shocked angle didn't come out and do the both of you really impressed me but more importantly yeah. you impressed all of them me you too. both got right. a job me but too. that is also kind of a baby face thing to do yeah and uh like it makes sammy and kevin both baby faces and um, it does so if they want to keep them heels, I, I, I'm curious to see where they go with it. Uh, if it's something as easy as they just get drafted or something anyway, then that's kind of a letdown. But hopefully they got – I hate these firing storylines because they never – you know, obviously they never no, are fired. Nobody believes it. But they, not just that, but they're on TV the following week. They don't give it a few weeks to, you know, settle in or uh, to, to, uh, to bake, I guess. Yeah. Um. In the final match of the night, The Miz, Curtis Axel, and Bo Dallas, The Miz Taraj versus Jeff Hardy, Finn Balor, and Seth Rollins. Mm-hmm. They all got a chance to shine here, uh, the, the three baby faces, that's for sure. And like Matt said, big finisher spot fest at the end. Um, we're just going on and on and on. Seth did get the curb stomp on The Miz for the pin and win. Um, but yeah, I was expecting a swerve or something at the end with how much they just kept that going. And then instead we got the common commentary desk saying weird. new season weird. starts next week. It was uncomfortable for me and weird. Yeah. 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 It was kind of a heelish thing to do. Um, it, it, no, it made me, for me, it was something's coming. Someone's coming. Someone's mm-hmm. coming. And it felt like a letdown because of it. And poor Jeff Hardy, I'm telling you, effed his back up royally on that second swan time. Go back really? and watch it. I have to go Oh, back. poor guy. Man, I hope not. Um, he won't be injured, but I'm, ta- I'm talking back spasms at least. Yeah. Yeah, man. They're- yeah, good main event. I think with just how much they were doing this show, I was kind of in that same thing, Matt. I was expecting someone to come out or – you know, someone's music to hit just because they had overbooked it to the point where it seemed like that's what they were doing. I was like, is it Big Cass or uh, someone like that, even though it doesn't really matter. Big Cass is a show closer. Yeah. You never, I mean, it was, uh, it was surprise after surprise. So it, it almost, you almost felt like there was one coming. They should have just saved Hardy coming out at the end and not have him come out earlier. Like have the two of them in a mystery part. But regardless, it, it, it's nitpicking. I guess it was really, really, really fun show. Oh, absolutely. This was a great Raw because uh, instead of just telling a story, I mean, they just gave us fan service essentially tonight. Yeah, and that's also one of the negatives. No no big story. But with the shakeup, what are they going to do? You don't start – I mean, even Joe and Roman, like, okay, that's a co-branded pay-per-view, but – they called their shot on that. We know what's happening in Saudi Arabia with Brock and Roman. But anything more than that would take away, I think, any suspense for next week. I think you could have done something with Lesnar. I think uh, 
you know, he just he just had that brutal match. He retained. He came across as a killer. I can't, I, man, Lesnar's so limited now. Um, you know, just did, with the schedule, did, and he doesn't do promos. That it, did did, did uh, he come across? Did he really come across like a killer for the first time? I don't think he did. Yeah, I think so. With him bashing Roman up and and then just beating. Oh uh, wait, I take that. I take that back. With the forearms that did do. A, yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, I mean, if Lesnar would cut a promo here and there, just. Do do something more because I'm I look I'm a I'm a big Lesnar fan I think he has a lot but I'm sick of the promos with Brian Heyman and yeah Heyman standing there and Lesnar smirking and it's just gotten so old. There's nothing wrong with saying. There's nothing wrong with you're not crazy for saying that. You know what I mean? Every act has the opportunity to get old. It's old. Yeah. It would have been nice. I mean, I I want more of the you know just I don't give a shit about your kids, Brock Lesnar. (laughs) Yeah. Can you imagine tonight <laughs> if he just came out and he was like, Roman Reigns, last night was your big night. You waited for this this whole time. You did those. It was your big moment. You failed. To me, it was Sunday. Whatever. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. You could keep him short and sweet. I'm not saying he should be cutting 15-minute promos, but just uh, something different. And maybe drop Heyman because Heyman's gotten Oh, Jesus. So Even last night with the Suplex City, bitch. It's like. Yeah. I, I love Heyman, too. I, I'd like to see him with someone else. Just him and Brock, that pairing is just old. Like, I yeah. love Heyman with Punk. When he you have someone he could kind of yeah. feed off of a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, cool, Raw. Curious what they do with SmackDown tomorrow to kind of wrap some things up. Yeah, who do you see going to SmackDown? They obviously got it. They're obviously going to do so, some people. I'm, my guess is Andrade Cien Almas. Almas. Do you think they tipped their hands by saying 55 times tonight, Seth Rollins doesn't want to go to SmackDown? Hmm. They said it too yeah, many times they, for my liking. Did. I they hope. Kind of make it a point to say that. And they were calling him Monday Night Rollins. But he does have that shirt that's kind of new. So. <laughs> <laughs> but merchandising, as we've learned, is completely separate from it is. creative. Yeah. Did you ever think, hey guys, did you ever think burn it to the ground would ever be like a chant or over? I didn't. I never no. thought the architect would be over. Since when are architects this really cool thing? Well, the fans aren't ch- chanting architect. They're not they're chanting, chanting architect, burn it to the right? ground. Yeah, I know, but I'm just saying like people even <laughs> refer to him as that. Uh, bur- but no, burn it down. I mean, it's... like, would you chant it would you, when he's coming out? Burn it to the ground. I think it's there's corny. a lot of shit that people Good. chant along with and pop for it that is dumb. The house that AJ well, Styles built, my name is Paul yeah. Heyman. There's some things where it's like, yeah. come on, guys. Look, yeah, Enzo's thing. One? Yeah. The best one of all time. Yes. <laughs> yes and no. Corn, come on. No way would that but, have ever gotten over it with anybody else at any given time. No. But it's so Seriously. simple it works, though. And there's something. Well, it worked with Daniel Bryan. If it's us, the guy behind guy it. it. Yeah. Right. I if John Cena was Rock, doing it, right. Yeah. I'll, I'll say The Rock even. No way does it work the same way. Yeah. yeah. The Rock no would have looked like a complete goof doing it. Like if you, that was his thing. And yeah. He he. Uh, it so was... maybe that's what this is. Maybe we just answered our own question right there, Raj. Because because it's Seth Rollins, he's super hot and over right now. He just got something super corny over. Yeah, that's true. Maybe it's that. And you know, you know how that all started too. Vince didn't. Video? Seth was saying in an interview that Vince just didn't like that pause in his entrance <laughs> music from the beginning to where it starts. Oh yeah. And so he wanted something there as so they came up with burn it down. And, and now it's a catchphrase. 
I thought they took it from the video game commercial he did. I don't know why I thought that. That could I mean like that could have been where the idea came from to, yeah. to use that phrase. Yeah. They should let 2K marketing do more and influence WWE creative. Oh my god, hell yes. I would so sign on for that. Yeah. Wait, yeah. really quick, really quick. Did you see the video game um commercial last night where they have a Cena enough package? Yeah, that was 2K18. What is that about? I, did I miss something? What, what's in that pack? You get like a statue. You get like three playable John Cena's. Um, it's it's kind of lame. It's, it's like 180 bucks or it was 180 bucks when it was new. Does he get booed or something more? Like what, what's the? Oh no no! It's like a <laughs> fan of John Cena package, even with the yeah, name. Yeah, they're they're playing off of it to make it something positive. You know, something that people said as a negative thing. Oh okay. Until yeah. they completely redo those games, I'm not buying another year. I feel like 2K16 was was fun, but 2K17, yeah. 2K18, it's just 2K18 garbage. Garbage. I didn't get it. I stay. I, I yeah. seventeen is my last one. Yeah, they got to redo so much with that game. You know, I, and be, real quick, I got to say about this crowd at Raw tonight. It was. I thought it was one of the better WrestleMania crowds. Oh yeah. The sense of they weren't ob- overly obnoxious. I agree. Granted, they che- cheered for No Way Jose like crazy, but other than that, I thought. Uh, <laughs> I thought they were really they did good. A good job. Like it wasn't they did a good uh, job. Yeah, they weren't as annoying as some of the other mania crowds in the past. Post mania. Well, because Roman's segment was short and Samoa Joe came out halfway through it. Well, not just that. It's just the you know, beach balls and all this stuff and them chanting for other stuff and CM Punk and you know, uh Cesaro having to go in the crowd and stab a beach ball. <laughs> you know, like you didn't have any uh any of that stuff. I, I, I thought we'd see some beach balls for sure. They're just the fans trying to take over and hijack segments, and, and they didn't. There wasn't there wasn't any of that. So I thought it was a awesome crowd and a really fun show. Yeah, see how SmackDown is. And they chant, "We are scumbags." So. Yeah, <laughs> they're in New Orleans tomorrow night. Now there was online uh, someone that was on a flight back listed the people that were on the flight with them, uh, including a lot of NXT folks and uh, Andrade's. Uh, and Selena Vega were on a flight back, but who knows? They could fly back to New Orleans tomorrow. Yeah, where they where were they flying to? Orlando. Yeah, it was a flight to Orlando. Sanity, yeah. I believe, was on it. Oh, um, I mean, those were the guys I would expect. It was uh, Sanity, yeah. Almas, iconic duo. Yeah, um, this would be the ones I'd expect. Yeah, so we'll see you tomorrow night on SmackDown. I heard and Seth and Finn were playing with beach balls after Raw. Is what Jack will be saying. So, oh well. At least they didn't dominate the show. Yeah. Uh, real quick, uh, they announced the WWE Network subscriber count: two point one million to two point one two million total subscribers um, following WrestleMania. So their highest ever, obviously. Um, Where were they before it? They so last year at this time they were at um, the day after it was it was nine percent up from last year, uh, but total paid. Let's see what. So last year it was 1.8 million. This year is 2.1. I think a lot of that probably had to do with Ronda Rousey. Uh, I think we can't I'm sure trust she... it. We can't trust this statistic. We know this. There's 55 accounts opening and shut. And and that's another thing. Someone asked that. Like, how many of those are legit new subscriptions or renewals? Yes. And, and they wouldn't. Uh, they or wouldn't say. Cheap, is it me being a cheap ass? You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. I think at least 50 are Raj. Just, yeah. Else, <laughs> I'm guilty. Yeah, uh, average. Uh, their average paid subscribers um, 
for the second quarter, 1.77 million. So even though total, you take out the free and everything, average paid was like 1.7, 1.8 million. So uh, there was that. WrestleMania brought in 14.1 million. uh, Good Lord. So, I mean, that vents a beast. You know what I'm always impressed with? What the city's economics were that yeah. weekend. Yeah. And uh, I don't know if they have they, – they will they will release that at some point. but um, It's always insanity. Yeah, it's and like it's 100 legit. million or something. Because it's the city that gives you the stat. Yeah. Well, think about how much you spend in the city when you go compared to how much you're spending on the wrestling event itself. I mean, it's tons more to the city. Oh, yeah. You know, with the hotel yes. and restaurants and everything. So – yeah, it's huge. Also, they said that the tiered, uh, like tiered network subscriber, uh, the tiered WWE network, so having different tiers, uh, is coming sooner than later. So, what does that mean? What does that mean? So they would have like, like twenty bucks a month, you get everything. Like for five bucks a month, you get just the pay per views. Um, you know, what? so you'd have like three, four different subscription tiers, kind of like how Netflix, Netflix still does that, right? We should have yeah. shut our mouths, damn it. We should have um, said we pay 20 bucks. Netflix yeah. does it for 4K streaming and uh, beyond a certain number of devices, I believe. Okay. I mean, look, I'll pay at least five bucks a month. If I can get true HD on the WWE network and not the 720, you know, if you give me 60 frames 4K, like, I'm all over that. Yeah. Um, but I think what they talked about was what, like, you'd be able to watch Raw and SmackDown sooner. I mean, in the past, they've talked about that as being one of the things they would. I mean, they've thrown out surveys for tons of stuff, yeah. like having indie promotions on, uh, getting you know early discounts to live events, uh, you know things like that. So it'll be we don't know exactly what they're planning to do, but they're definitely planning on it. Then they did answer today that uh, they're looking for more creative ways to involve the women's division more in programming, and they're not ruling uh, out a network offering. Yeah, I think that'd be a great move. Let's see. We'll see. It depends what they do. If they show it, it you depends, take a show right. after 205 Live. It can't be another 205 Live. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. Uh, but no, look, tonight was good. See what tomorrow holds. Yeah. And if you guys ever miss us, make sure to subscribe to us on Facebook. Subscribe to the Facebook group, facebook.com slash wrestling inc. Replays of these podcasts are on noon Eastern the following day on, face, on our Facebook page. So, What about your website? And of course, <laughs> wrestling, wrestlinginc.com was always, man. I had to expand the number of articles on the homepage. It's like 100 now because there's wow. just been so much stuff over the last few days. So uh, tons, yeah, just tons dude, and tons of news. Yeah, I was going to say that. I, yeah, yeah. I noticed that. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's longer, but at least you you know you don't have to keep scrolling and scrolling and go to page after page to see everything. So, no, it's hot, man. I couldn't believe it last night. It's like we got done seven hours of wrestling, talked about it for close to two hours, and then I'm just reading we all the stuff online. <laughs> yeah, we were bumped. We were bumped way down. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I had a weird question for you guys. When you when you watch so much wrestling, do you have like wrestling related dreams? And is yes, a- yeah. I yeah, have, yeah. I have that where I'm like waking up. I'm like, wait, was Samoa Joe just? Was I just you know was he just cooking breakfast? Like, Did I don't Kurt know. Angle really name drop TNA on Monday Night Raw? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like what? What's going on? So uh, it's been uh yeah. I, I need a couple good nights sleep. <laughs> well, tomorrow night SmackDown yeah. Live, the Andre Doc on HBO. Oh, I'm looking forward. Oh. To that. 
that's tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, that that thing looks awesome. What time? Um, um, let me double check here. I got it. I got it right here. The HBO they've sent me a, a screener which I haven't Ooh, been able to check nice. out yet. It's uh, it's at it says premieres this Tuesday. What time? Probably guys. eight p.m. Yeah, probably the usual. Um, DVR it. Yeah, I'm gonna watch yeah. that. Yeah, that'll be awesome. Cool. Um, awesome. Yeah, and we'll talk about that hopefully on. Uh, I think if we all watch it, we'll talk about that Wednesday when we're back here, twelve noon Eastern, on the Wrestling Inc. podcast. Idea. Talk about SmackDown. Anything else uh, that develops? It's not over, folks. WrestleMania week still. Soldiers on for another day or two. <laughs> All right. Take care, guys. Check out yeah. WrestlingInc.com. BP Matt Morgan, Raj Geary underscore 303, Eklund Rubenstein on Twitter. Uh, 10 Eastern, so- everyone's saying 10 Eastern Andre for the Andre Doc on oh, gotcha. so, so right after SmackDown. After SmackDown. So until next Talk time. Yeah. This has been uh, challenges done, so it'll be. No, no more of that. You'll just be missing 205 Live. Sorry, 205. So until Wednesday, folks, on behalf of the Blueprint, Mr. Raj, and well-groomed Glenn, we'll see you <laughs> back here on the Wrestling Inc. podcast. Take care.